Welcome to the DJ P Dog in the Mix podcast, hosted by 18-year industry veteran DJ P Dog. DJ P Dog will share stories and have guests that focus on giving artists the tools needed for a thriving music career and a path to better health. You are now in the mix with DJ P Dog. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the DJ P Dog in the Mix podcast. I am, of course, your host, the one and only DJ P Dog in the Mix. And man, listen, I've got a jammed pack show for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you tune in to the video version, we are broadcasting live every Monday night at nine o'clock Eastern Time. We're broadcasting on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Um, IG Live, um, all that at DJ P Dog. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show. And of course, if you're listening to the audio version, we are on Amazon Audible. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and of course, DJPDog.com. Listen, man, I've got a jam packed show for you guys today. And I, when I say jam packed, I literally mean jam packed. So I'm not going to waste no time, bro. We're going to get right into the show. Um, because I got a lot of great things that I want to talk about. Two main topics, okay, that I want to talk about. Of course, we're going to talk about the late um, hip-hop icon DMX. We're going to talk about my man DJ Wado hinting at a return. We're going to talk about that and why I believe that that show is very important to the culture and so much more. Listen, guys, I tell you guys every show, okay, every single show, I tell you guys that um, I'm trying to give tips to artists to help them out on their career um, and a path to better health, okay? And, I, and I've got to talk about my own health because if I can't talk about my health, bro, then I can't help you out, you know what I mean? Like, we got to help each other out, hold each other accountable to, um, to, to stick into a healthy regimen, all right? Now, listen, I just put out a post um, on my Facebook a few days ago, man, and people show crazy love and support. Um, my wife actually did a, a closet cleaning, all right? And we got rid of all of my 3X and 2Xs. That's a huge, huge step for your boy. Yes, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give myself the pat on the back, okay? I'm going to give myself the pat on the back. That's what, that's what I'm doing right now, bro. So I'm, I'm wearing like 1Xs and larges, and, and I feel great, bro. Like the energy level is crazy. Um, you know, a lot of people have been asking me, man, what have you been doing? And, you know, I've, I've, I haven't done any um you know quote unquote crash diets and nothing like that you know people say you know i'm doing the keto diet i'm doing this diet and that diet i'm not doing any of those things really the really really the only thing that i've done is is made a lifestyle change okay where i've cut out a lot of foods and i've replaced foods that i thought were good and they were good to me but they weren't good for me and i've replaced them with um with with better meals and 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 eating um, options, if you would, um, especially when you're on the road. And, and you know, I've been out DJing. Um, lately I did a show this past weekend. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to talk about that, but I'm going to have to save that for another show. Nonetheless, the idea is to stay healthy, especially in the times that we're living in today. Guys, you know, I'm, I, I've got, I'm very opinionated when it comes to, you know, what's been happening with COVID-19 and getting vaccinated and all that. And listen, if you've gone to get your vaccination, salute to you. Uh, to me, the option that I'm choosing 
is to boost my immune system naturally. Um, and that's the, that's the option that I'm going with. Um, and so, you know, COVID-19 and no COVID-19, the reality of it is we need to be living a healthy lifestyle anyways. And I, and I want to be more specific to our men because men, our families need us, bro. Like seriously, there's too many of us that are dying prematurely um, because of obesity and, and just not taking care of ourselves, man. We got to do it. Like it's a must. Um, if we don't do it for ourselves, do it for our, let's do it for our kids. Let's do it for our wives. Um, let's not prematurely leave that void. Um, but we don't have to, man. And so I started out the show um, this year with bringing on a health expert, all right? His name is Discipline Dave, because not only do I diet, but I exercise too. And one of my exercise regimens is using resistance bands. I haven't been in the gym um, in over a year. Um, I actually just went to the gym for the first time um, last weekend. We were out of town on vacation, and the hotel had a gym, and I was in there. And thankfully, man, I was in there by myself getting it in. So I got in three days of, of weightlifting. And I'm telling you, man, I do the resistance bands, but them weights hit different, bruh, <laughs> okay? But do what you can. Doing something is better than doing nothing. So I had my man Discipline Dave, and I want to play this clip from that show. Very quick clip, and just in case if you missed it, all right? Discipline Dave is, is a health expert. He's a guru, a master when it comes to resistance bands, nutrition, and healthy living. And I want you guys to take a, a quick look at this clip, and then I'll come back with more for you. So take a look right here on DJ P-Dog. You're in a mix with DJ P-Dog. We're talking about working out from home. Um, what about cardio? If I'm doing yes. bands daily, is it okay if I not do cardio? Should I add cardio? How does that work out? So when it comes to fitness and questions like diet and cardio, I get those a lot. Um, the unfortunate thing is that there is no biological fairness. There is no one size fits all for everyone. That's going to be a blanket answer for everyone. Now there's some people who are going to need more cardio than others. And I know if you're listening right now, you're like, that's me, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily the case. Um, so let's talk about what your objective should be. So when we're working out with bands, we're trying to tear muscle fiber so we can build more muscle, which is going to increase our metabolism, which is going to uh, make it so we lose body fat and gain muscle. Everybody gains muscle at a different rate and loses body fat at a different rate. Now, uh, what you want to do is my advice is this is how you want to gauge your cardio. Work out with your bands or if you're working out with weights, I'm in favor for working out by any means for anybody for being healthy. A lot of people, my specialty is on bands on my channel because a lot of people are in need for that right now. Right. And so, um, what you want to do is you're trying to build muscle with your bands or whatever that you're doing. And what you're going to, when you start to weigh yourself and you're seeing your weight loss, so that's your goal and you reach a plateau and you continue to do the same thing and you're still reaching a plateau. The first thing you should be thinking is I should clean up my diet. Then once you start doing that and you start seeing results and you plateau, and you clean up your diet and you plateau and you've like, well, I don't, I don't know how much I can cut there, you know, and I'm not <laughs> saying it has to be perfect or anything. Then from there, start incorporating cardio. All right. Mm. When you incorporate cardio, you want to incorporate it 
in I would say in calories burned, not time. The reason is because there's some days you're going to get on the elliptical or you're going to be on the treadmill and you're going to feel it more days than others. It's just like yeah. you got a song <laughs> that you're feeling and you're going to be hitting every step right. And there's some days you're going to be like, I don't even want to be here today. You're just going through the motions. Well, you're burning calories at different rates when that's happening, even though the time is the same. So mm. what you want to do is go by calories burn. So if you're just a person who say, I've been doing it all, David, I'm telling you it's not working for me. Start off with this guide, 200 calories burned four days a week with any form of cardio. It doesn't matter if it's a Stairmaster. And the thing is, Stairmaster is obviously going to be harder than, let's say, running on the treadmill or the elliptical. Right. You're going to burn those 200 calories faster. So um, you want to go out there, calories burned. And uh, so I don't, from there, because what you want to do is you want to maximize as much muscle growth that you can by doing as little cardio as you want. Most people think the other way. They're like, oh, I need to get rid of body fat. So I need to do a lot of cardio. And then I do a, and then I'll, you know, I'll lift, I'll lift some weights and stuff to get my diet right. Like, no, 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 no. Your muscle growth is going to really increase your your metabolism and doesn't matter your size. If you're someone who's like uh, maybe a tiny woman and you're worried about looking like the whole, it's not going to happen. You won't have those genetics, but that muscle rate increase is going to be enough to really get you uh, that size that you're looking for, lose the weight and really shape your body. My man, Discipline Dave, man, listen. If you guys have not followed that brother, man, please do so. He's got a lot of great things. And listen, most of his stuff is free. He's got a great YouTube channel. He's got a great community here on the Facebook channel. And I'm um, doing a lot of great things, all right? Listen, man, one of the things that I like to tell artists is to, to be ready, okay, so you don't necessarily have to get ready. You know what I'm saying? If you're already ready, then you're already ready. You know what I mean? Because you never know when your opportunity is going to come, when it's going to strike. You just never know. And this is true to my man PDA. I've had him on the show um, from Pajam. He's up there um, in Detroit working with the great Jay Moss. And I had him on the show, and he talks about how his moment came, okay? Random moment. The brother was in the hotel sleeping, and his moment came, and he got a chance to get on the project with in sync and Justin Timberlake, bro. And I want to play this clip to encourage artists again, get ready, okay? Be ready so you don't have to get ready, all right? This is my man PDA talking about um, how he got on the In Sync record, okay? At the final hour, in the final hour, beyond the final hour, okay? He, he hit his spot. He got his spot. And here's that clip right now, right here on the DJP Dog in the mix podcast so um justin timberlake all right justin timberlake um our manager at the time was at the grammys we were all at the grammys but he went to the after after party for the grammys he read it to justin timberlake's manager and he said man you got to get my guys on your record and he was like man our record that this this in sync record is done it's closed. We're 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 we just yeah. mixed, mixed the last record and so forth and so on. Well, they kept you know they drank a little bit. You know I ain't gonna lie, they drank a little more. And he finally he was <laughs> like, man, you you a cool dude. Let me hear what you got. 
So he called me from the Grammy party like, yo, get up. Where you at? I'm at the hotel. Find a way to make a CD right now and come downstairs, bring it to the front <laughs> desk and drop it off at the front desk. And I'm like, right now? He's like, yeah. He said, all the pop records, put it on a CD. Put it on a CD. He gave it to his manager. The next three days, we flew to, we all flew to Orlando to where their main studio mm. was. And we cut, that record sold 10 million records, boy. We cut, they cut one of their songs, the 13th song. They cut their song to record our song. The persistence. So the, the moral of the story is the persistence and knowing and believing in who you are. And Wait what a minute. So is. they. Yes. So they, they had the song locked. They took they, the, a the song off. Yes. They took a song off and replaced it with one yes. of your records. Plays, replace it with our one wow. of our records. Which record was it? It's, it's, the name of the song is called Do Your Thing. It's on the NSYNC's last record that they did, you know, a celebrity, celebrity album. It's crazy. That's nice. the same record with Gone okay. on it and Pop on it, all that. And man, dude. And then when they would yeah. come, when they would tour, they would open up the tour with that song. It's crazy. It was crazy, man. Nice. It, was like, it was crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but the moral of it is. That was a crazy time, too, bro. Jeez. Yeah, man. It was yeah. a crazy time. But it, it but the but the thing that that that's key to me is it is general general uh, generation, you know generation list. There you go. Generation list is persistence. Yeah. You gotta if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you, your product. You gotta be persistent. That's just business. You gotta be persistent. Absolutely. And our guy was persistent. I could have said, "Man, get out of here, man. I'm asleep." But I made. I got up. I made the CD. <laughs> I went downstairs, and he took it. At six o'clock in the morning, he took it to his office in LA. Right? Wow. And he waited for wow. him to get there. Because remember, they hung over. So he waited for him to get there, played the record <laughs> for him. The, and it was the least likely song that I was going to put on the CD, right? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I almost didn't put that song on the CD because I it always he had happens other like records. That. But man, them jokers heard that record. Yeah. It was like, yo, we, we recorded. I, he played it for Justin the same day. And then three days later, we were at, all in Orlando, the group. All of us. It was crazy because Justin was still dating Britney Spears back then, and she came to the studio session. It was crazy. <laughs> it was wow. crazy, and we were and we ended nice. up working on her record, but she she had some complications, and that record never came out. But we ended up working on her record as a result of being in the studio with them. Crazy. There, it's like one thing after another. Being in one the right spot, being, being ready. In the right spot. I think that's being that's ready. the thing. Because what if you yeah. what if you didn't get up? You know what I'm saying? What right. if you what didn't, if I didn't get up? Have the material to burn that CD, you know right, what I mean? Right. So man. what if I didn't have no record? Right. What if we didn't have any ready records? to rock? Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> you you'd have been up yeah. in the hotel making that record, right? <laughs> exactly, man. That's, exactly. That's how, yeah, that's man. how that works. Listen, <laughs> is that story crazy or what? Okay. Be ready so you ain't got to get ready, bro. Could you imagine, like I said it to him, could you imagine, bro, if he was like, man, I'm going back to sleep, man. Don't call me. Let me let me do something whenever, bro. Listen, when the time strikes, you got to go get it. Listen, bro, um, we are all the way live tonight, all right? So if you're watching the show right now, I'm, I'm in all the chat rooms and whatnot. Let me know where you're watching from, and I'll give you a shout-out right here on the show, bro, because like, I want to make sure – that I support you guys. I'll give you, show some love back as you guys are supporting me, all right? Now listen, I told you guys we we're going to talk about the, the hinted return 
of the Wado Radio Show, man. My man DJ Wado, he um he actually moved here to North Carolina um not too long ago. And man, we haven't even seen each other in person. We've we've talked on the phone a couple of times, sent each other a couple of text messages. But man, he's been grinding out here, you know, being a youth pastor um and doing his thing. And today, bro, I saw a tweet from Wado hinting that he wants to bring the Wado radio show back. Now, at, at first thought to anybody's mind, you'd be thinking, P, why are you talking about the Wado radio show on your show? Well, here's why. Wado, bro, me and Wado go back, okay? We go, we go way back, okay? Wado was doing podcasting when I, was doing, when I was still doing live radio. And when I transitioned into podcasting, um, Wado was the guy who, who helped me think through that transition and even put me on to specific places to go to get the podcast out there. So shout out to my mans. I've been on this show a couple of times. He's been on my show a couple of times. The thing is, one of the things that I talked about during my March Music Madness series, I said, bro, I said, um, you know, we don't have a lot of radio outlets when it comes to, specifically when it comes to the Christian hip-hop music. Okay, and Wado was one of those shows, Wado Radio Show, and there's so many others that are out there that's doing their thing. Shout out to my man Jesus Beats. Um, shout out to my man Three W. Um, a lot of cats out there doing their thing. My man DJ Will from Jacksonville. A lot of cats is out there doing their thing, but there was something different about my man Wado's show, even different than what I was doing. Um, and so I think Wado's show is so necessary for the culture. Okay, not just the CHH culture, bro. I think it goes beyond that. I think the Wado radio show is needed in hip-hop culture, bro. Because what Wado was bringing to the table, he was not only bringing up um, and bringing artists on that were like the old school cats, but some of the new school cats too. And he was showcasing a lot of music. The show was perfectly formatted. Um, it was beautifully done. Um, and our shows have always been different, Okay. And and now my show is very different because this is not even a music format at all. Um, this is straight talk radio um, or talk podcast, if you will. Okay, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, so shout out to my man, DJ Wado, bro. I think his show is necessary. Um, and again, listen, if you're watching right now, let me know where you're watching from. And I'm going to give you a shout out. I see my man, DJ Jesus Beats, just came in to the IG live. Shout out to you, bro. Um, like I said, man, a lot of cats out here doing their thing. Um, and I want to see the DJ Wado podcast, the DJ Wado radio show come back. And I reached out to him today. Um, I shot him a text message and said, hey, man, you come back with the show. I'll do whatever I can to help you out, man. I mean, we we right here. You know, I can help you build the studio, whatever you need, bro. Like, I got you. Um, and so that's what it's all about, man. It's not about competition, bro. Because, listen, guys, there's 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 no point of competing. This is not a competition. We all trying to win. And to me, if the Wado radio show is on and is filling a void, that's a win there. And it helps it helps me out, you know, with what I got going on um, and, and what I do. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. And I hope Wado can bring that show back. Listen, if you guys want to know how you can how you can help the Wado radio show come back, go to his Instagram Wado Radio, okay, at Wado Radio. Um, go there and, and find out. Um, or just hit him up at DJ Wado, at DJ Wado, okay? Hit him up there on all social platforms. Let him know that you want the show to come back, 
and he'll tell you how you can support that comeback because he's brought on a lot of great artists on his show um, and a lot of great artists that had a chance to, to get a little bit of shine where there is no mainstream radio. That is our mainstream radio. Shows like his, shows like my man Jesus Beat, DJ Will, all those guys who do the music format, we need all those things. Um, and we need what I do too, okay? Because even though my show is no longer musically formatted, what I'm bringing to the table is so necessary too. It's all necessary, bro. So shout out to my man DJ Wado for making that return. And hopefully he'll make that return, okay? Let's make it happen, all right? Now listen, one of the artists that I'm sure Wado had um, on his show is this next guy, bro, that I'm going to bring on. And this clip is from my man CJ King. And let me tell you, this guy has gone beyond the traditional music business format. He is now tapped into what I believe is the new gold rush for indie artists and even mainstream artists, and that is licensing and syncing. This brother legitimately made $6,000 for 16 seconds of his song on a television show. Okay? I'm going to let him tell the story. Here's the clip from my man CJ King right here on DJ P-Dog in the mix. I'm sure somebody's watching is like, okay, bro, you got your song on Empire, NFL, playoffs, this, that, and whatever. I got to ask you two questions, bro. Number one, um, what is the process of, of making something like that happen? Because I, I, mm-hmm. I've been telling a lot of artists like, hey, guys, like that's, that's the road you need to get into now because the reality of it is people aren't buying records anymore like that. Everything mm-hmm. is streaming. So my first question is, one, what is the process and how easy or how difficult is it? And then I'm actually the second question after mm-hmm. you answered that one. Yeah. So, um, the answer to the first part of that question, what's the process really is, is, is not one set process. If I can say that, um, really what it comes mm-hmm. down to in any industry, you know, if you really want to be successful and, and have an impact is that relationship building, you know, how you talk to people, how you uh, communicate, how you respond in, in high pressure situations. And so um, when I reached out, I, I reached out to them and it wasn't just TuneCore, it's other companies I built, you know, partnerships with through just reaching out and saying, hey, um, my name is such and such, you know, this is the style, you know, that I do, but I would love to, you know, first, first of all, uh, before all of that, Make sure you tell them what you love about their company first. People love to get their roses exactly, exactly. <laughs> before yeah, yeah. they try to like give you something. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I made sure I was, I made sure I, I invested in them first before I asked for something from them. Like I, I tried the service out, I would purchase the the product, whatever it is, and then reach out um, before I asking for something from them. So that's the process. Yeah, that's good. It's just building that relationship, you know, be intentional, you know, don't just kind of don't do anything just just to do it. Like, don't reach out, just say, hey, what's up? Hey, make sure y'all, you know, I got I got music for all type of shows for whatever, whatever song y'all need. I got it. Like, no one's going to pay attention to that. (laughs) Like when they say when you try to hit everybody, you end up hitting nobody a lot of times. And so Mm -hmm. um, I knew my style. My style was a very melodic um musical uh element 
And so I, I told them specifically about the value I could add to scenes such as like a dramatic you know, argument or like a, a makeup scene. Mm. Like I was really intentional about what type of scene this could be placed in. So if they had something come across their plate saying, hey, we have this scene, like for instance, Empire, they were arguing in the club. A scene like that, as soon as it came across their plate, a lot of times they email me and say, hey, you're the first person we thought about when we came across this scene. So you want to give yeah. them, you know, plant that seed in their head. But if you just say, yeah, I can, any type of scene y'all need music for, like, I got it. That don't give them anything to to go off of. That's too broad. Because when they get it across their plate, it's got to be a quick turnaround. Yeah. Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you this question, bro. And and this is without you going in, you don't have to go into any major, major details, okay? Because you're an mm -hmm. artist, all right? I'm sure you've got music that's streaming, and I'm sure mm -hmm. you get royalties from music that's being streamed. What's the difference in that check between mm -hmm. streaming royalties and getting those placements? Oh, <laughs> that mug is different, <laughs> different. <laughs> so i give you an example. Um... Just for your song, so for one of my songs that played on the LG, it played for maybe 16 seconds. The check was like upwards of $6,000 for 16 seconds. Wow. Wow. 16 seconds. So one artist that um, I kind of look up to in that, that field is Jacob Banks. He makes real mm -hmm. soulful music. Just about every show you can hear his song on the TV show, on the movie. And so he doesn't tour a lot. He's not a mainstream artist, but I guarantee you he's making more than a lot of your favorite artists. Just off of <laughs> I mean, so put it in this proper perspective, okay? Because mm -hmm. you gave me a dollar amount, so I'm going to use that as an example. Six grand, mm -hmm. 16 seconds placed on the show. How many streams do you have to get to get that same $6,000 check? Uh, Lee, I don't even know. <laughs> that much, huh? <laughs> that much, man. It's to the point where I don't even tell people to stream my music. Because it, it, wow. it don't really... Uh, that's, it don't really do... When, when I realize the money that is out there, you, you streaming the music, it does something, but like that that's working too hard for my pennies. That's working too hard. I'd rather go the route of, okay, cool, let me focus on this area where I can get, you know, 16 seconds. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, six bands. Who who wouldn't focus their yeah. attention there instead of me focusing on, hey, stream, stream, make sure y'all, hey, go go stream my music. To each his own. Like, of course, once you get two million streams, da, 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 you're getting some checks, but, I, but I you gotta, seen the You got to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, you got to get to get that, that point. point. My man, CJ King, man, doing it, doing it real big, bro. Listen, man, you've got to be out of the box when you're in this music business, man. When you're doing this music thing, you have got to be out of the box. And of course, when you're pushing towards doing the syncing and the licensing and all that stuff, that's out of the box. That's not pushing people towards listening to your streams. Like he said, he wants people to listen to streams, but he pushes 
He don't even push that because it's pennies. $6,000 for 16 seconds, bro. Put in the work. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to have CJ come back and, and talk about how to actually make these things happen. But listen, guys, go to TuneCore. Go to what? Go to these companies that are aggregators of music and streaming. They've got this service, too, because guess what? They get a cut. You know what I'm saying? And they know where the money's at. So listen, take full advantage. If you're an artist and you already got your music on those platforms, take advantage of all the services that they have to offer, all right? Now listen, when I say out of the box, all right, this next clip that I'm going to show you guys is, is from a guy who's extremely um, out of the box, all right? He goes by the name of Isaac Matter. He's a singer, songwriter, uh, producer, rapper. He mixes, he masters. He's a great guy, man. I got a chance to go to Lynchburg VA this past weekend and spend some time with him just to kind of get to know him better, hang out with him, got to meet his family. Um, amazing dude. And one of the most unique things about Isaac, okay, is he has a condition called Tourette's Syndrome, all right? And he's going to talk about Tourette's, and a lot of people know about it, and a lot of people don't know about it. Um, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from this particular clip that I'm about to show you guys because it brings light and sheds light on a real-life thing that a lot of people suffer with every single day, Tourette's Syndrome. It's a real thing. But here's the thing about Isaac. He didn't let this thing get him down. Matter of fact, he took this disability, this condition, okay, and he flipped it around. You got to see it to believe it. Here's my man Isaac Matter, all right, right here on the DJ P-Dog in the Mix podcast. Check this out, bro. Check this out. All right, so I don't normally open up about this, but I've had Tourette since I was 13. I'm 19 now. Uh, it's an everyday struggle. It affects uh, everything I do. But since I have vocal tics, a lot of people have told me I should put it in a song or make a beat out of it somehow. So that's exactly what I'm going to do right now. <coughs> now I'm going to sample it. <coughs> Chop it up and put some effects on it. I threw some drums and some strings on it. And voila. So let, let me ask you this, bro. Uh, because you we just unpacked, you know, you're rapping, you're a singer, you're rapper, singer, producer. <clears throat> but <clears throat> you've also yep. got this condition called Tourette's Syndrome. Okay. Yep. Um Talk about that, bro. Like, is that something that has happened, you know, recently? Is it something that you've been going through for a while? First, tell us, tell my audience <clears throat> what Tourette's syndrome is. Tell us what that is. Okay, so it's kind of confusing, but um, it is basically a misfiring in the brain. <clears throat> um, like you'll, I, like a lot of people have, you know, just vocal tics where they make a sound, or just a motor tic. Um, like that, you could see like a motor tick, um, but I have vocal and motor ticks, um, and they can really be exhausting. Um, you know, they can be really painful, cause a lot of pain. Um, a lot mm. of people have different, different ones, you know, like some people will literally cuss uncontrollably and say the most random things and they can't control it. You know what I mean? Like I thought I had it really bad. And I didn't because like, I realized like I've looked at like videos on TikTok with people <gasps> with Tourette's and they are just 10 times worse than me. Like they, they like, it's just like ridiculous. So that's kind of what it is. 
and a lot of people make fun of it because they don't know what it is and they yeah. you know think it's funny but man i've had ticks where i <clears throat> literally will like i had it was in 2018 i think i i had a tick that i would punch my legs and i had bruises all up and down my legs and wow. just like like right now I wake up in the morning a lot of times and my ear feels like a pen is just jamming in my ear. Cause my, my jaw, I do this tick that I'm like, do that. And it pulls a muscle in my ear or something. And it causes a ton of pain. So there's a, there's a lot of pain involved with it, it can be exhausting. It's annoying out in public to, to other people. And it's annoying to have to deal with being <laughs> looked at and stared at all the time. Cause, but yeah. I understand why they do it. I understand why you would stare because if I made the you know tick out in public and did my sound, they'd be like, "What the heck? Why are you doing that?" Like, and I talked to my dad the other day, and I was like, "Why don't they think automatically that I might have a disability? Why don't they think that?" He's like, "That's not what what automatically comes to most people's mind." Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but for me, because I've gone through this, I have more of an understanding. But I do, you know, I put myself in their shoes. If I never was had a bunch of chronic illnesses and had Tourette's and had all this crap, I would have never understood what it was like. And I would have probably stared at people too. So, you know, I just, I have to have grace um, for those people. <clears throat> yeah. How, how long have you been dealing with this, this um, issue, bro? <clears throat> so Tourette's since I was 13. Um, it's interesting wow. because I went to a doctor when I was seven. My mom took me to a doctor um, and she said <laughs> that I had a tick and she said not to worry about it. I think it was like an eye blinking or something. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember like doing weird things. Like I was in, I was homeschooled. So like, I remember I had this weird urge. I had a piece of paper and I had this weird urge with my pencil to like really slam my pencil into the paper on a right corner or something like do something really weird, like these really weird urges. And then um, I went to Christian school for one year in Christian school here. And um, I had to get some vaccinations and uh, I had four of them too close. I three or four of them too closely bundled together. And this is what started a bunch of other chronic health issues and brought out my Tourette's right when I went into school, eighth grade um, is when the Tourette's started to happen. So mm. that's a crucial year <clears throat> too, man. You know, it is. Um, very crucial, but I think <clears throat> what what I've seen is one from as long as I've known you, okay, you haven't <clears throat> let this thing stop you. And not only have you not let it stop you, but like I showed the video earlier, you've actually used it to your advantage. Say, hey, let <clears throat> me take this this disability and let me flip this thing around. And and yep. so when I say you broke you, I kind of exaggerated with the whole broke the internet gimmick. <laughs> Yeah, but, <laughs> I was know, like, bro, it is what it is because you put that video out, bro. And I'm looking at the IG feed. You had some <laughs> some pretty big <clears throat> names um, in the Christian hip hop world that responded yep. to that. Um, yep. I don't know how they got a hold of it. I don't know if you sent it to them or what, <laughs> uh, how it happened. I tagged, but it happened. I tagged everybody. Um, yeah. So you got my man, my, my man, Thizzle. He says, yep. so dope, Brody. Um, this was a real good guy. My man, R Swift. Um, he said, this is, this is dope. <clears throat> as someone, uh, with Tourette's cause he's got Tourette's as well. He says, I can really, I didn't know keep... that. <clears throat> yeah. He says, wow. um, keep going fam. And then of course the general, the homie, the big homie, my man, Lecrae, he <laughs> says, next level salute. <clears throat> um, 
crazy. Yeah, so you had um um a lot of people, you know, um uh, Cam um who's in Lynchburg, yep. I believe he's still in Lynchburg, yep. he responded to that. Um uh, <laughs> so you, you had a lot of good, a lot of good traction off of that. My man Isaac Matter, bro. Listen, I every time I come on here and I got this dude on the show in some way, form, or fashion, I tell everybody, get familiar with this kid. Cause I'm telling you guys, he's an amazing artist. Um, and just to see again how he took basically lemons and made lemonade, bro. Like he didn't allow the disability to get him down. And so shout out to my man Isaac Matter. Salute to you, bro. Um, listen, man, switching gears here past weekend this past week you know um we lost a hip-hop icon we lost dmx and and dmx is a guy um in my opinion you know as a hip-hop head and, and and a musical guy um i thought he put out real cool music and a lot of his music man if you listen to any of his albums he always had something in there um that had to do with god like just kind of expressing where his relationship with god is and, and i remember um there was a record that he had from the out from the um the movie that he did with Jet Li, Cradle to the Grave. And I remember when I was at that theater and I watched that film, and at the end of the film, they played this record called Right Wrong. And man, if you listen to that record, bro, like I promise you, bruh, that mug is like a Christian hip hop record. Okay. And I used to end my show back in the day when I was doing live radio with that record. Um, and if you go back and listen to it, you hear exactly what I'm talking about. Um but he passed away, man. And, and you know, one of the things that, that I think that, you know, we don't know where people are with their relationship with God, okay? I, I don't believe that people in, in that kind of spotlight who have to, you know, who have things that they're struggling with and who's at that spot in his career where he's got a lot of people watching him and whatnot, I don't believe that somebody would just be playing with God. You know what I'm saying? Like just saying, you know, just putting it out there. They got, you know, he's he's trying to build this relationship with God, and clearly something is going on there. Clearly, okay, where he is, where he was with his relationship, I don't know, but I could definitely see that God was at work um, in this guy's life. Um, and so he passed away. Man, had a lot of struggles that he had been going through. You know, if you listen and, and hear his story, um, even at the age of 14, dealing with. Um, all kinds of stuff, bro. Um, up until now, just a tortured soul, bro. Like just searching, um, you know, trying to to press into that relationship with God, but still fighting with those demons, bro. Um, and and things just kind of went, you know, it went left, bro. And and he's no longer with us. But one of the most, I think, discouraging things that I've seen um, as of late, because it's not just with guys like DMX. Um, anybody who does anything in the music world, even if they're, you know, say that they're Christian and do Christian music, bro, I've seen the church, those who profess to be of the household of faith, be extremely critical, um, of people because they may not live out their salvation the way church folks do. Right. And when I'm watching, cause you know, Justin Bieber just put out a gospel record um, and if you've been following his life, God is clearly doing something there. Um, we saw last year and in some parts of this year, Kanye West doing some gospel albums and whatnot. And it's just been amazing to see. Um, and I believe that God uses these people 
um, in these scenarios, in these situations, honestly, bro, to sometimes expose the hearts of Christians, people who profess to be Christians, who do all the quote unquote rituals, you know, go to church on Sunday in small group, reading your Bible, doing your, your daily Devo um, and, and checking off all those things. And none of those things are bad, um, but they can become bad if, if all you're doing is just checking off, you know, religiously, because that's religion, right? You're just checking off a box of to do's um, and not really building that relationship with God. And so I've, I've just seen, um, I think what happens, bro, I think what has happened is when we see people um, in these spotlights, right? I think we dehumanize them, you know, instead of debating on where, where this guy is, let's, let's pray for his family. Like this, this man got kids that he's leaving behind DMX, you know, he's got loved ones that he's leaving behind. He's a son. He's a brother. He's a nephew. He's an uncle. He's a father. Um, he's a friend to so many, um, a mentor to so many, bro. And so many people loved him and respected him. We can't allow the spotlight to give us the opportunity <clears throat> to dehumanize people. And we forget that these people are, are people just like us, right? And so I, I pray, um, and I think my, my man, William Deuce Branch, he put out, my man, the ambassador, he put out a video and said, man, you know, we don't know the outcome of, of where DMX's soul has, has landed. We don't know. And I think when we get to heaven, those of us who are in the household of faith, we're going to be very surprised at who made it over. And we're going to even be more surprised of who didn't make it over, who we thought would make it over. Um, the question is, there's two questions that I have. One, where is your soul going? Is your soul, Are you at peace with your maker for you? Because at the end of the day, when you breathe your last breath, when you close your eyes for the final time, the Bible makes it clear that it's appointed unto man once to die. We all got that appointment coming. Um, and after that is the judgment. Um, when we stand before him, will he say, well done, or will he say, depart from me, I never knew you. And I think that's my challenge to all of us. One, first and foremost, let's think about that. Number two, there's a family that's in mourning right now. Let's pray for them during this time and let's pray that God will work even through this tragic situation that God will get his glory and that people will come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ even through this. OK. Um, but like I said, we dehumanize people and, and it doesn't matter if they're on the, the secular side or even the Christian side. A few weeks ago, I had my man Tadashi come on the show. And, and we talked about a lot of things. And one of the things that we talked about um, was the sudden passing of his son, Chase. And we saw that dehumanization happen even to him um, in that moment where he's mourning for the loss of his son. And he's hearing and seeing some of the most horrific messages from Christian people, bro. I want you guys to take a look at this clip. And me and my man Tadashi, we talk about um, the passing of his son, Chase, uh, celebrating his life and um, this new foundation that Tadashi has coming out called the Chase Foundation. I want you guys to take a look at this clip and um, and then I'll come back on the other side with a little bit more right here on DJ P-Dog in the mix. I want artists to know who and people in general, everything that glitters ain't gold. 
because as you're in the spotlight, one of the worst days, if not probably the worst day of your life, happened when your son Chase passed away. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember when I got that news. I mean, it hit me in the gut like, holy smokes! Yeah, bro. Um, you know, and even to this day, man, like you know, at the time of this recording yesterday, uh, you know, we celebrated his life. Um, yeah. And and yeah. you know through social media and whatnot, but even today, man, it's like man, this hits. Um, even though it didn't happen to me, and it, and I, it's so weird, bro, because I don't know if what it is about the month of March, but I've known so many families who've lost kids in this month, yeah. whether it be through you know the child passing away or miscarriage. It's, it's nuts. Even in my own Something. family, as yeah. as of this year, um, having to go through that, mm-hmm. um, and so. What was it like, bro, to granted you had a lot of people who were supporting you and rallying around you guys, but you got a lot of negative feedback during one of the worst times in your life, bro. What was that like going through while being on that stage? Yeah, bro. So <clears throat> excuse me. Um one man, thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for sharing that. Um um I'm always, even though it's it, it really was the worst day of my life and still is, um, I'm always excited. It's bittersweet, but I'm excited anytime I get to talk about Chase. Um, and I love that that you brought it up. I didn't ask you to bring it up, like you brought it up. And I love that because um, his life was real for us. Um, his impact is everlasting for us. And so the one thing I don't want to do is hide that or run away from that. Um, and I appreciate that people want to be respectful. So some people may or may not, but I welcome the opportunities to talk about Chase, um, which is why I, I fought yesterday to try to freely share images and, and, and pictures and videos and all that. But, um, but anyway, uh, I had just come off of tour uh, with my first non-label tour every tour i had done had been with reach records and then i got mm-hmm. booked to do this tour called the rock and worship road show which right. was interesting because the format was rock and worship so i'm like why am i on this what am i doing um <laughs> and and so i end up meeting at the time the people who owned the tour was this band called mercy me and um you have this band who i didn't know it i found out later by being on the tour they were not only just great people, but uh, they were lit- legit- legitimately fans of our of our music. And so they brought me out because they were like, bro, we love your music. We, yeah, it's called rock and worship, but Christianity is no longer just rock and worship. Like hip hop is here to stay. This is a big deal. And yeah, we know that that'll, that'll sell tickets, but bro, we listen to you at home. My kids, when I play hip hop, it's you or it's Lecrae, that's it. We don't play nobody else. And I was like, oh, so you brought me out because you value this. Got you. So I just came off of a tour where we were playing stadiums and I'm with people who value what I do to then I had just done a song with um, this group, Family Force Five called Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And we, we're, in the, yeah. we're in the woods and we're, we're, we're like filming this video for this, this joint. And like, I'm just bonding with people in real ways and um, feeling valued because, and it was God's grace. Because again, this is my first, non-label tour so i was nervous about being outside of my circle um and when the tour ended i go home and then um i have a gig literally the next day i go home for a day i got a show the next day but when i leave and go out uh when i come back in 
that's when I find out Chase passed away. I was on a on a flight headed wow. back home. So, you know, for me, it it has been a rocky road since then of trying to fight for a level of peace and sanity and joy. Um, and I tell people my phrase for this entire season of my life, probably to the day I leave, is um, God is good even when life is not. I believe that with yeah. all of my heart. And so Amen. even though I can hold to what God is, even though I left this world where I was loved and honored and and valued, even though I was playing some of the biggest shows ever, I had just dropped my, my album Blacklight, um, which went to number one. I was like, it's my first number one album. This is crazy. Um, all of these great things were happening and then tragedy strikes. And I go onto Twitter to uh, just look and see what was what was happening. And one of the first messages that I read was, um, if you if you were really living for Jesus, God wouldn't have took your son. And I was wow. like, whoa, wait, what? And I keep scrolling and there were tons of these messages. Most of them said things like, well, if if you weren't in the Illuminati, this wouldn't have happened. Oh my if, gosh. If Lecrae wasn't your friend and Lecrae's in the Illuminati, this wouldn't have happened. Well, if you wow. and your wife weren't worshiping Illuminati gods, this wouldn't have happened. And none of it was, none of it made sense to me because I'm like, what the heck is the Illuminati? Like, I'm I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. But then on the other side, I'm like, what are people saying? And so the more and more and more, it was like, you deserve this. You deserve this. You deserve this. Good uh, Shame on you. Shame on you. And this is coming off the heels of where I thought everybody was in my corner. And I look around and I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? So I, sh- I don't show my wife, but I show my pastor. And he was like, all right, so we're, I'm going to log you out of this. You don't have permission to go back into this. I will deal with this from now on. Lecrae and them saw it and they were like, you know, they like, well, let's go fight. Like, let's just go, let's go knuckle up. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Um, and even though I was angry and frustrated, man, what I realized was, one, we have an adversary. The very word Satan means adversary. We have an adversary who will constantly accuse us bring shame to us and kick us when we're down so i had to i had i had to fight to come to grips with that and then secondly i had to realize that there are people who care more about rightness than righteousness there are people Mm -hmm. who care more about being right or um, pushing what they believe to be right instead of genuine righteousness which out of righteousness like christ exemplified would flow compassion or or care or love or whatever it's just it didn't it wasn't present for some people and so as much as i wanted to fight or or go off or be angry i just took recognition of like okay lord i didn't start this for them i, I started doing this because of you like i j- i had to go back and remember i started doing this so i could go share the gospel so i could go tell people about my life as a christian so i could go encourage people and help people and walk alongside them i mean you remember back in them days we was we would finish a concert and do an altar call. Like we, that was my right. life. So yeah. at, at that moment, bro, it just, it hit so heavy. And I was like, you know what? I won't let them rob this moment from me of, of remembering and celebrating my son's life. So I'm going to focus yeah. on this. And so I stepped away. And uh, part of it was a little bit of insecurity while I was gone so long because those messages were very loud. But then another part of it was also, I knew this was this would be healthy for me in my home, if I if yeah. I fought for time away from this. 
So that's what I did. And now I'm grateful for it because in this season, um, Chase would be nine years old right now. And, mm -hmm. and I'm like, God, it took me this long to have the comfort and the courage to be able to present something that would honor his life to the world because it's always been on my heart. And so instead of only grieving, I want to celebrate his life. And so um, I'm in the process now of starting uh, what we call the Chase Foundation, which is yep. basically an organization that I want to have to walk alongside people who go through loss as well as love on people as the same way I would if Chase was here. And so I had a minister tell me when, when Chase first passed, he said, man, it's interesting when when someone loses a, a spouse, they're called a widower. And, and when, when someone loses their parents, potentially they could be called orphans. But mm -hmm. there is no name for someone who loses a child. And he said, I believe that that reality is true because there is no words to express what you genuinely feel every day. And only yeah. you know how to, how to show that to the world. There is no name for it. So you have to show the world what that looks like. And so my way of in this season, showing it to the world is by saying my son's name as much as possible and doing an organization in honor of him that would show to the world this level of fight and faith that I have in my heart. When I first held you, I cried. If I would have known a year later, I wouldn't have you in this life. I would have never let go. I just held you close. One of the few things that really mattered to me most it seems so unfair how life treats us down here. We grow attached to the very people that can disappear. I would do anything to have you back again. One more smile, just one more kiss. To hear you cry when you don't get your way. I never knew to cherish that, and now it seems too late. At least it feels that way. I'll never forget. I'll keep holding on till I see you. Man, that, that joint gets me every time, bro. Man, shout out to my man. Much love to my man Tadashi. Listen, guys, you know, let's let's keep him prayed up, bro. And again, we know so many people. You guys know so many people who have lost a loved one, you know, young and old alike. Um, this this past year, man, it's been crazy, bro. Um, let's let's keep these families lifted up in prayer. Let's let's show them as much love and kindness as possible. Um, even if somebody passes away that you didn't like, bro, who, who may not have agreed with you, you may have been your worst enemy, bro. Love, love them and love their families, bro. They're they're going through it. All right. Let's let's just do that. We're all human. Um, you know, you pinch any of us, we say out, you you prick us with with a needle or whatever, or stab us, we bleed. You know, listen, we we we're human, okay? Let's not dehumanize people because of a platform, but let's be sympathetic and empathetic towards any and everything that they may go through. All right. Hey, listen, if you want to check out, if you've been rocking with the show today and you've seen any of these clips, listen, you can watch and listen to the full episodes 
of all these shows, all 11 episodes that I've got so far of this season are available on my website, djpdog.com forward slash podcast. That's djpdog, djpdogg.com forward slash podcast. Make sure um, you guys go there. You can check out the show and check out all the great things. You can check out the video and audio version of the show on that website, any episode, and I'll have links so if you want to watch it specifically on YouTube, listen to it on Amazon, Audible, Apple Podcasts, all the links are right there in one spot. DJPDog.com forward slash podcast. All right, listen, man, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I've got great shows that are on the way, all right? Next week, okay, I've got a very good friend of mine who's coming on the show. He goes by the name of Juna Lake, all right? And we have a lot of things that we are going to talk about on that show. You don't want to miss it. If you're an aspiring artist, if you're a vet artist, it doesn't matter. This guy took a chance on his career. Okay. He literally left home in a, in a town in Oklahoma, told his dad, I'm going out to LA. I'm taking a shot with my career, going to LA. And he takes that shot and his journey, him taking a shot landed him um, in a spot where he was touring for two years with Justin Bieber, okay? He's worked with Kanye West. He's done backup for, for Beyonce. He's done backup for her major stages, bro, from Disney. Plus, he's all over that. Um, you know, he's all over the Grammys. He's been part of the choir for the Kanye West Sunday services. He even sang backup with Beyonce during Kobe Bryant's memorial service. Like, this guy is all over the place. He's going to be on the show next week to talk about all of these things, okay? And we're going to talk about our history um, as friends as well. Then I've got my man Kelly Cole, who's going to be on the show. This guy is an author. He is a manager, and he is the father of Christian hip-hop Aaron Cole. We talk about how he managed his son. He is now just one, Aaron Cole, just won um, the Dove Award for Best New Artist of the Year, we talk about all of those things. That's going to be coming up on the show. And I've got the legend himself who's going to be coming on the show. My man, Chris Williamson from the legendary group Transformation Crusade. He's going to be on the show. And uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things with him as well. Listen, guys, thank, thank you all so much for rocking boy. Um, it's been great here on the show. And I think it's time for me to roll on up out of here, bro. You know what I mean? Like, this is live, bro. We are live, okay? We are live, okay? So anything that goes wrong, you get to see it all. There's no do-overs. There's no edits, none of that. This is live tonight. And so once again, shout-out to all you guys who checked out the show tonight. Shout-out to my man, Rich Mills. I'll see you out there. My man, DJ Jesus Beats. Um, who else has been watching? Cherry Root. Thank you guys uh, for hanging out with me on IG Live. And I'm um, on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube and Facebook. Shout out to all you guys. Listen, I will be back next week. Judah Lake is hanging out with me next week. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be right here on the DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. I will holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Thank you for checking out DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. Please subscribe via YouTube and hit that notification button. Also, subscribe via Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Audible.